and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks Bryant Lake Regional Park, located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. It is another wonderful day here in the Twin Cities, and I am so grateful to be here with you today. I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us at 612-999-3426. You can also contact us on our website at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listen to our previous shows. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcast and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. We have another great show for you today. Joining me in a few minutes is Mary McGreevy. She's the co-founder of Epilogue. We also have here Karen Vento. They will be sharing how their Minnesota company, Epilogue, is changing the way we think about and create obituaries. Every day we use the internet to share rich stories of our lives. Unfortunately, in the end, our colorful, interesting lives are reduced to a grayscale picture and a few words in the back of a newspaper. And that tiny box is expensive. Epilogue changes all of that. They have created a free platform to share unlimited stories, photos, donation links, and celebration details. Epilogue brings control of the obituary into the hands of the consumer and lets you celebrate a life the way you want to with no limits. Our conversation today touches on technology, social media, the idea of legacy, and how a proper life tribute can actually ease the grief process. We will also explore how a simple tool like Epilogue can make the work of caregiving professionals easier with a value-added service that families adore. All right, before we begin our conversation, folks, I want to remind you, There are two ways to get your questions answered today. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling the AM950 radio station, and our friendly show engineer, Dan, will get your call on the air. That number is 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205, or you can directly text us your question at 612 999-3426. Now, don't worry if you've missed those contact numbers. We will be repeating them throughout the show. And also, please don't wait till the show is ended to call or text us your questions. We often receive many of the same questions after the show has ended. If you have a question, many others do as well. We're looking forward to hearing from you today. All right. I want to introduce my guests today, Mary McGreevy and Karen Vento. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Before we begin our conversation, my audience loves to know about the people that are on the show. And we let's before we get into your innovative service called Epilogue, let's learn a bit about you and your background. 
Mary, why don't we start with you? Sounds good. Thank you so much for having us here, Ken. <clears throat> My name is Mary McGreevy. I'm the co-founder of Epilogue. I am a South Dakota native, and my career is a video production uh, specialist. But I have been interested in obituaries and memoir for a long time, even since I was a little young person. And my mom was a professional memoir writer. So it's kind of in my blood to be interested in story and life stories in particular. Um, and Epilogue was started about a year and a half ago, um, and we were inspired to start it because of this interest in life stories. Um, I'll let Karen introduce herself now, too. Oh, sure. Yes, Karen. Um, I am a St. Paulite. Um, I have worked most of my career in elder care, um, always with an eye for innovation and what's going to ease care and improve understanding and improve lives in general. And when I came across Epilogue, um, you know how St. Paul is, everybody has one degree of separation. It wasn't it, it wasn't hard for me to land on on Mary and the co-founders and and realize this is really a tremendous gift and I'd like to lend my support to help get the word out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was very fortunate to have you guys come out to my organization this week and give us a presentation uh -huh. on Epilogue. And I'll tell you, everyone from the social workers to the chaplains to to the nursing, everybody who was there and who heard about it was just floored. They just said, wow. I mean, it's one of those things where it's hiding in plain sight. Mm -hmm. You just don't even realize what an opportunity there is right. to do this storytelling. In fact, our, our chaplain is, is great. He says, when you think about it, what we are is stories. That, that's what makes up who we are. That's really and, and beautiful. And so, and so, how do you, you know, how do you take that and condense it into a few words in the back of a newspaper? It, well, it's, especially it's almost in a disservice. This era of social media, where almost every aspect of our lives is public and photographed and out there. Why is it that the end of life, where the richest stories need to be told, right. is exempt from that? Why is it reduced to a tiny little box? And where can people share those stories and elevate those stories for years to come? Well, let's let's talk about the inspiration to create Epilogue. It's it's a Minnesota-based company, but maybe let's just step back a bit and, and kind of how do we get to the point where you gave me a presentation this week with my staff and it was fantastic. Give us that inspiration. Of course. Well, my mother-in-law passed away about six years ago, and she had. A very, she was a very colorful Southern lady, great way with words, super interesting storyteller. And she had pre-written her obituary, and it was mm. lovely, and it was full of good stories. And when she passed away, we took it to the newspaper and realized that it was going to be $1,200 mm. to print it. And, of course, we did because that was what she wanted, yeah. and it was, was a beautiful wish. story. Yeah. Um, didn't even have a picture. It was oh. just the story for that price. And so I got to thinking, you know, being steeped in a memoir writing family and knowing about obituaries for a long time. My mom was um, in charge of obituaries at our hometown newspaper for a while. Um, there's got to be a better way. The, with wedding sites like The Knot and Minted and sites like that where there's a, been a sea change. It's in the hands of the consumer. You can create a free site for yourself, unlimited pictures and story. And that's just expected. Those mm -hmm. are table stakes right now in our world. And why is it that the 
end-of-life story hasn't kept up with that. So I started looking around, doing some research, talking to some people that I know, and finally got together with some other friends who had experienced similar things, and experience, they have experience in healthcare and digital production and website building and startup law, and we decided to form Epilogue. And we decided to make this happen. What we wanted to have happen as individuals for our families, we thought should be available for everybody else. Well, that's fantastic. Um, I think everybody can relate. In fact, I have a lot of people that they do turn to the obituaries because that's the only way they can kind of keep track of things. And in terms of people who they've known or may have, uh, they may have been familiar with. And uh, you have some great technology that'll help people with that as well. So we'll get into that later in the show here. All right, it's time for a short break, folks. We will be right back to continue our conversation about building a better obituary with Mary McGreevy, co-founder of Epilogue and Karen Vento. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Mary McCreevy, co-founder of Epilogue, along with Karen Bento. And we are talking about the innovative service Epilogue offers to build a better obituary. And by the way, folks, it's free. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us directly at 612-999-3426. Okay, before we get back into our conversation, Mary, how can our listeners find out more about Epilogue and if they have more questions? Well, the first step is going to our website, which is epilogue.com. And Epilogue is spelled E-P-I-L-O-G-G something that's easy to remember once you've seen it once. Mm-hmm. So you can go to our website. There you have a choice. Start an epilogue or find an epilogue. Um, easy, easy to follow those yeah. choices. You can also contact us at info at epilogue.com if you have you know, personalized questions. But the best place to start is going to the website. Yeah, and it's a, it's a beautiful website. And it evokes right away when you see the images about what this vision is all about. All right. In the last segment, we were ended up uh, about the inspiration that you and your other co-founders came to about Epilogue and, and the real need for it. But, but why do you think Epilogue is an improvement over the traditional newspaper obituary? Because the, the main reason is because newspaper obituaries are limited. They're very expensive and you can get maybe a paragraph or two. What about the stories of the bachelor farmer? 
who mm-hmm. stayed on the farm for 40 years. What about the stories of your military service? If you want to show that you were in the military in a traditional obituary, it costs an extra bit of money to have a little emblem on your obituary. Oh, sure. What about the interesting family stories, the vacations, the hobbies? None of that finds a home in a newspaper obituary. So where do those stories go? They live on orally in different families, in photo albums. But why not have a site where people can go when someone dies, where they can grieve together, share those stories, celebrate with photos, and do it all for free? Well, and that's one of the things that I saw and you presented to my staff this week was that a lot of people, anybody can contribute their memories and their thoughts on a person. So, I mean, that's, again, again, the obituary is usually one person or a couple people forming this or the person that passes created it. And and there's really no other involvement where yours is a dynamic way to get everybody's input mm-hmm. in this as well. I'm, do you mind if yeah, I just, just kind of say in, something here? Um, I remember working on obituaries with my family, and you have to really carefully scrutinize every single word and how that affects the overall paragraph and what does that do to the cost eventually. I mean, you just have to really... For the most part, we have to kind of limit ourselves. Well, you have to economize. You have to do. And one of the things I think about epilogue is somewhere in between this five or six line obituary that'll exist for a day or two and and a published biography, somewhere in between those two realities, there is epilogue that is full of pictures and stories. And it's also a social media connector. So mm-hmm. it connects families that are you know, live all over the world. Um, they can contribute. It uh, it connects people who are grieving. There's a comment section, which I think is really beautiful. You know, I've mm. seen on Caring Bridge when people contribute comments, and I think that's really a treasure. This does that same mm-hmm. thing. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, obituaries can be kind of challenging well, and, and limiting. And, and my, uh, my chaplain, who we just love, Michael, he uh, says, when you look at a tombstone, you have the birth date and the end date, and our life is the dash. <laughs> and and he, he said, it's so much more than that. It's, 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 all, it's all the stories. And the, and the problem is, is that with obituaries, it's one and done, right? You, you post it in the back of the newspaper, and that, once that edition's done, it's done. And again, it doesn't live on where what you guys are doing creates really this ongoing thing because people will think of things and they can add it to there uh-huh. and again enrich other people's lives about their experiences because we all have different experiences with people and different perspectives and and insight that sometimes isn't known by people and, and that's right. where you end up talking about stories when you go to a wake or a, a review or anything and any people say oh i never knew that and I never knew that. Right. And, and, and we lose that then once, once, once that event right. is done. Right. And I think, too, when someone close to you dies, your instinct is to do what has already been done because you don't, you don't necessarily have the headspace to be creative right, right. in that moment. Yeah. But unfortunately, a traditional obituary is basically a resume. It's your schooling, your jobs, mm-hmm. your descendants, your people who died before you. That's... That's what people have seen, so that's what they kind of think they need to do. With epilogue, you can tell all the stories. You can tell the funny prank stories, the college stories, the travel stories, as I mentioned. I mean, there's there's room to say it all and show unlimited photos and unlimited stories. And I just want to say, too, that 
I'm a newspaper subscriber and I, I love newspapers and I, and I do love obituaries. Um, I think that they're limiting, but part of the problem is that many, many communities now are without a daily newspaper. That's right. What happens to rural areas where they don't have a daily newspaper, so all this notification function of an obituary goes away. Mm-hmm. And so with an epilogue, you can create it in 10 minutes, come back to change it later, but you can put some quick service information in there, send it out to all your social channels, and it's out there instantly. No more big email chains or text chains. Everybody can go to the epilogue for a source of information. They can follow it, and when updates are made to the service or photos are added or uh, anything like that, you'll get a notification that mm-hmm. something has changed. Right. So it really helps to solve that access problem where newspapers aren't necessarily thriving in smaller areas and rural areas, in cultures where there isn't a, a specific newspaper uh, for that culture. So that's another service that a free obituary platform serves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like the problems that healthcare has, cost and access. True. <laughs> really, it's just, yeah. we all are struggling with that in, in other areas of our life. And like you say, it just, the, the access is just getting more and more limited. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, so who are the users then? Who, who, who typically would be using your site? Uh, well, Karen's one, but <laughs> typically, <laughs> typically um, at this time, most of the users are the loved ones of someone who has recently passed. Okay. They, they know that they want an obituary. They're dissatisfied with the cost structure of traditional obituaries. They may have families spread across the country or the world. They need something different. And so they're going to put together an epilogue quickly. But increasingly, we're seeing people who are pre-writing their own epilogues. Mm-hmm. They really want to have a say in how their story is told and which photos are going to be there. So that's a, that's a segment of our user base. And another increasing segment of the user base is, say, my grandpa died 10 years ago, and we just have this little obituary stuck in a photo album. I actually really want to have photographs and stories put somewhere. So I'm going to do an epilogue for someone who died 10 years ago. And we're going to all, on the day that he died, we're all going to raise a glass of whiskey and read the (laughs) epilogue and have a Zoom. And um, that's another section of user. But I would say for the most part, it's people who are in the moment of need, looking for a free alternative to a traditional obituary, and they want to be able to tell stories and show photos like they do in other areas of their lives. And I see people uh, with these photo albums or these books that will be on their coffee table or sometimes on a shelf somewhere, and but nobody has access to that. You have to go over to grandma's house or your parents' house or someone to, to see that. And I remember doing that with my grandparents, and as a child, I remember thinking one thing, then as an adult, I had a whole different perspective. But if I never had re-looked at that again years later, uh, I, I would have never had the same impression of my grandparents. Where now, if you have the epilogue, right. it, it's it's right there for you. You as as you go through life, you appreciate things differently. Oh, just uh, just think how this could be helpful for, for example, you know, a four year old who loses a grandparent, but fifteen years from now they can visit this epilogue. And the, otherwise, those stories would be lost. Right. In many cases, this is a way of like getting to know a grandparent that died years ago and taking them in on a new level. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly right. Well, there's so much more to talk about, folks. Here, it's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation about building a better obituary with Mary McGreevy, co-founder of Epilogue, and Karen Bento. If you have any questions for us, please don't hesitate. Give us a call, 
946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Mary McGreevy, co-founder of Epilogue, along with Karen Vento. And we are talking about the innovative service Epilogue offers to build a better obituary. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. Okay, before we return to our conversation, I want to mention this radio show is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an independent, locally owned medical practice serving our Twin Cities communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been providing patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care services. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you and your loved ones. As you know, hospice brings compassionate medical, social, emotional, and spiritual services to your home with no cost to you or your family. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They are available to answer your questions 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, that number is 952 952- 898-1022, or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, Mary, let's remind our listeners, if they want more information or have questions, what's the best way they can do that? Head to our website, epilogue, E-P-I-L-O-G-G.com. It's the best start. All right. Well, this segment, I want to talk more about the technology and how it works and during the break here, we're going through your website, and it's just absolutely a phenomenal website. It it uh, it just again your presentation to my staff this week just blew us away uh, on how first of all how easy it is, and we'll talk about that and what, what goes into there. But just seeing some of the stories of people who have put their information on your website was just amazing. Let's let's talk about that how how that works, and and maybe talk about some of the stories. Sure. From a tech perspective, we've always tried to keep in mind the wide range of users that we have at Epilogue. It can be someone's 18-year-old grandson who could do this in four seconds, (laughs) but it could be lower tech users, which is awesome still, um, who are creating an Epilogue for a spouse or someone who passed away. So even though the tech possibilities in a site like this are endless and we keep you know we keep thinking about those as our company grows one of our guiding philosophies is that this has to be simple 
simple enough for any level of tech savvy. And that's, that's something that we think about a lot. And we are always interested in feedback on if, if people go on the site and try things and want to give us feedback, we're always uh, interested in that too. But but really, the start is simple. You go to epilogue.com and you hit create. Uh, you enter an email and a password, one time only. Then you have an account. And then you can start uploading pictures, service information, text immediately. And then you can hit publish. And it's out there in the world. That's or you amazing. can And then it, it can as, grow. Yes. I actually think that's one of the, it's sort of fluid in that respect. I, I love the idea of, you know, even two months from now, if a cousin presents a picture that you hadn't seen before, right. you can add it in. So it's sort of, um, it, it can grow. Yeah, it evolves. Over there, it yeah. certainly does. Okay. It certainly does. And I, I guess I would say for me, the first time I went to the website, I found it really valuable to go to the sample section. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, right. and, and to look at those because to see how other people have done it really helped me get a picture of what I want. Um, I tend to be really uh, very picture-oriented. Mm -hmm. um, the epilogues that I'm creating uh, have lots of pictures, and I let the pictures start the stories, but that's not what everybody does. Sometimes there's already, you know, large paragraphs or, or, or biographies that are already written, and that, those are just ready to download. So they can be a little bit more text-based. Mm -hmm. um, um, I mentioned earlier one of my very favorite things is one, one of the women who are featured uh, in an epilogue uh, their family posted uh, a picture of her handwritten recipe card. Yes, and that is so heartwarming. Yeah, and it's it probably says so much about who their mother was. Right, it was in her handwriting oh, too, because you because yes. you, you guys and Jane, your president, mm -hmm. uh, Helmke, showed us that, yeah. and and that really touched our staff. Right, so get creative. It might be helpful to see those samples first, and then you have a sense of yeah, okay, I think I can imagine how I want this to go. Right. But it's also fluid; it can all change. I love that about yeah. it. Yeah, well, for those of you at home, I, I really encourage you, or if you're uh, in your car, not driving, but uh, just go on your phone. And look up epilogue.com, E-P-I-L-O-G-G.com. And you can follow along with us and go into the browse area and their samples. And you will just be amazed at how creative people are mm -hmm. with these, oh, these online obituaries. Or simple. It could also yeah. just be the service information, one picture and a okay. name, if that's all you're feeling. But it, it still has the advantage of, number one, being free, but number two, being easy to share across all kinds of social media uh -huh. channels or hitting a copy and paste and putting it in a text or an email, and then you're done. So the options are really endless. We were looking at some samples over the break here, and there's one epilogue that recently came in that really touched my heart. It's a guy named Alfio Bari. And so if you go to Epilogue and just put in Alfeo, A-L-F-E-O, in the search box, you'll find it. He died at age 101 a couple weeks ago. He emigrated to the United States when he was 15, an orphan, and ended up fighting for the United States in World War II against his home country, and he won a Purple Heart. And he went on to become an absolute pillar of the community. He owned a grocery store. He was a, a, a leader and elder in his church. Uh, epic love story. Great kids. Tons of grandkids. And the banner photograph for his epilogue is his Italian passport. And it's just so charming and evocative. And it really reminds you that that some of these stories bridge us to previous generations Absolutely. in ways that a regular obituary just couldn't. Right. 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 
Now that's a treasure. Now, so so again, going back to the how-to, because people always will, will probably call me afterwards, you know, how do we do that? How does that work? Because some people may not be comfortable on like social media platforms and things, but but this really is, you, you do a step-by-step process to show people right on the website mm-hmm. how to do it. That's where the problems, I think, of these social media sites, there's no how-tos anymore. They're just assuming you know how to do it. Right. And that's why you need that teenager. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Well, I I. I, I heard um, Jane, who's um, one of the co-founders, she was explaining that as simple as putting the name birth and death date in and then t- putting the notice out to friends and family, that's enough to let them know something somebody has died. Right. And then so under the, com- uh, the heading there, she just said, um, stay tuned for more information. Like right. that's the start. That's the seed. And then from there... Uh, the editors, the families can kind of determine where all right, now more more uh, uh, service information is coming in. Let's uh, shape what the story is, the pictures. How do we want to break this up? What do we want to do? Uh, if there's a segment of the epilogue that maybe you don't want to have, um, for example, like the comment section or something like that, you just don't you just don't put anything in there. And then what's published is only what you've put. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, you can speak more yeah. to that. So but. You, can, you can add more sections. You can add as many photo sections as you'd like, as many text sections as you'd like. You can delete sections. If you don't want to have, like you say, guest comments, or if you don't want to have a service section, you just don't fill it in and it won't show up. Or right. you can delete it. So is there, is there one person that's like an administrator for that, uh, that that obituary, the online obituary, or, is, or does everybody have administrative rights? Well, the first person who creates the account is the author. That's the epilogue author. Okay. And then if you're inside an epilogue, you've created it, you've started it, you're not sure where to go next, your sister lives in California and you live in Iowa, you can hit a little button at the top right that's called shared editing. You add your sister's email in there, click invite. They get an invite in their email, and then you can both work on it. Nice. So it doesn't have to be that you're sitting across the kitchen table from someone trying to get Working off a computer. Exactly. (laughs) Or sitting across the table from a funeral home person who's really trying to help you get something done quickly. But you're needing to coordinate between your siblings who are all over the country or grandkids or or whatever the case may be. And, And there's really no limit, you said, to how many people can contribute Right. Correct. Okay. Correct. So it's a, it's a highly collaborative tool to get this life story, life stories, onto this website. And if you're someone who's a visual learner, we do have a one minute how to video that's animated, <laughs> which I think a lot of people like to start with that. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, even if you didn't start with that, it just isn't that hard. If you've ever created a Facebook page or an Instagram account or uh, an, an account, a wedding account on the knot. This will yeah. feel very intuitive right. to you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, we've only got a couple minutes in this segment here. Maybe quickly, could we talk about, and maybe we'll start the conversation, how this could maybe help with caregivers, you know, people who maybe are not in the family. And this is not only limited to family, right? I mean, you could invite other people that are mm-hmm. not family to contribute mm-hmm to the story, right? Oh, I think there's some really innovative applications here. I've, I've heard of a, a family, a woman who created an epilogue for her father, um, and her father was actually in a memory care unit. And so what she did, um, after kind of contributing all the elements that uh, I think were really representative of, of his life, she printed that off in paper form and, and provided it so that the staff of memory care could see. Oh, how nice. It's all there. This is who 
this is 360 degrees of his life. So you're not just seeing uh, the man that's here in memory care. And I think that's so valuable. Um, uh, care providers rarely get to see um, those other uh, uh, sections mm-hmm. of a life well-lived. Um, that's why I think there's real value sometimes for having some foresight and, mm-hmm. and maybe enjoying the journey of putting it together upstream of, well, of the actual published obituary. And, and I could see how that could help caregivers in, mm-hmm. in our practice. So much in the memory care side mm-hmm. of our patients is they remember things 50 years ago, <laughs> but not obviously what may just happened a few minutes ago. Right. So having something like this, that people could contribute all this life story from, from the time that they were born or you know, even generations before them to help fill in how they came to here, right. um, I think would be a great help for caregivers. Yep. And we've heard, too, from hospice workers or end-of-life doulas that they often feel like the family members are just kind of sitting around waiting for a task. And this is a very concrete thing for family members who are sitting with their loved one at the end to start working on and even to help with some anticipatory grief. Oh, Cathartic. Yes, and, and my team said that this week, said, wow, what a great tool to help channel that energy. All right, it's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation about building a better obituary with Mary McGreevy, co-founder of Epilogue and Karen Bento. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today live in the AM950 studio is Mary McCreevy, co-founder of Epilogue, along with Karen Bento. And we are talking about the innovative service Epilogue offers to build a better obituary. If you have a question for us, folks, this is the last segment. Please give us a call, 952 946 6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. Okay, Mary, tell our listeners again how they can see your website and how they can get in touch with you for more information. Of course. Go to epilogue.com, E-P-I-L-O-G-G.com, and you can start an epilogue in five minutes on epilogue. You can reach out to us, info at epilogue.com or through Ken, and we'd be happy to mm-hmm. receive any feedback or questions from people. And I really encourage you folks to, to do that. I My team received a presentation uh, from Mary and Karen and Jane uh, this week, and it, it blew my team's mind uh, just how awesome this site is and just how, how beneficial it is for everybody uh, in regards to channeling energy, grief energy, and and honoring someone who has passed. 
Uh, there's just so many elements here that we have to have a second show to talk more about this. But we're um, in. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, and when did you guys start this? The site went live in January of 2021. Okay, so just over a year here now. Okay, so it's really, uh, boy, it's just taken off and it's beautiful. I mean, I don't know how you guys make these pictures look professional. I mean, they're just fantastic looking they're, images. They're well presented, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean, people can, again, scan things. They can drag files. I mean, it's just, it is so easy. When you showed us that, um, I wish we could do a, a live demo here for people to just see how easy it is to create a live web page for their loved one. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to say just one thing I think is a, is a real huge asset. If, if, if a family, let's say, you know, you've notified 20 friends and you have family all over the place, but memorial plans can change. You oh, know, yeah. especially when if, you know, there might be a memorial service three months out. Now we have to change it from, you know, Saturday morning to Saturday afternoon. And we're meeting at this other park instead. Or there's some kind of note, you know, at, when the plans change um, in, in the service information, it automatically notifies all the subscribers of that particular epilogue. So it's instant communication to them. So once a change is made, it automatically recognizes that a change was made to that mm -hmm. profile, mm -hmm. and then it notifies everybody on the list. Right, so the people wow. who have chosen to follow the epilogue will be automatically notified, and that is such, that's a, that's such a ease of, of burden for the family. Yeah. To, you don't have to get on the phone and call everybody. Did you miss anybody? Uh, right, did you miss anybody? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, wow. right. It's, it's, that's... I can't believe it's taken this so, long. <laughs> I, I know. Again, it's, it's, it's something that you think, well, why wasn't that done a long time ago? I love that. That's the best comment we could ever receive. I love that. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I, I just, I'm a big, I don't know, I just think this is um, uh, kind of a game changer. Yeah. Well, and you and I both have been in elder care for mm -hmm. so long, and we just, when you see things like this, this innovation, you go, wow, I wish we'd have had that years ago. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that to us here, Mary. Absolutely. Um, my pleasure. Let us talk about access and how this is open to anybody i mean you don't i mean uh, as you mentioned in our presentation you said uh, it's sometimes only people who have discretionary money can mm -hmm. put an obituary in right. and even then you're 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 counting the words and you're, you're trying to figure out how do i put a life story into you know mm -hmm. so many words and lines right you talked about the, that fact that this can really be open to anybody of any means absolutely there's a uh an equity aspect to this that, you know, Epilogue is a business and we want the business to succeed. But at the same time, part of the impetus for us founding this company is that you look in the back of your average newspaper and it would appear that the community is only composed of one type of person. Mm -hmm. And and bottom line, that type of person has money. They have right. the money to pay for the obituary to tell the story. Whether it's a small town paper in South Dakota up to the New York Times, it does require some money. And, you know, legends are only legends if their story gets told. There, there you so go. where are the legends that aren't getting told? Where is the story of the legendary hockey coach in a rural area oh. or the immigrant who made big changes at the meatpacking plant or, or what have you? Where are those stories? History will lose that information if it's not recorded somewhere. And as these newspapers are struggling in small towns and even in big cities, it becomes more and more challenging to find those stories. Sure. And if we can't add to our shared history in a way that's economically affordable, 
to everybody, we lose as a society. Mm -hmm. So like I said, epilogue's a business. We want the business to succeed. But at the same time, the very foundation of it is that this is free to consumers and you do have a place to tell your story right. and it will last. Yeah. And uh, you also mentioned that uh, people have put their stories on in Spanish. Correct. So, so you don't need to you know, yes. be familiar with English as your primary language. That's correct. Yes, we haven't had any that use a different alphabet, but we've had <laughs> multiple languages in there. Yes. So, so then, again, literally anybody can go onto your site, mm -hmm. start it up. Right. Again, a name, right. a date, mm -hmm. and there you go. That, that's the it start of it. It could be as simple as that and then just grow into 50 pictures yeah. and 20 stories and hundreds of comments. Yeah. Well, again, we have to, I really want to encourage people. They, they just need to log, just find your website mm -hmm. and just go to samples and browse. Mm -hmm. yep. And then you can see all of these different ways in which people have, mm -hmm. have put together these amazing stories. Mm -hmm. right. And it really, it, I mean, you guys were talking to us this week, it, it's, a platform, it's a storytelling platform. Right. I mean, it's 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 really bigger than an obituary. It's true. It's, it's yeah. so true. much because the inspiration that gives to the families and the generations. I mean, I, I can see this thing being just you know, a key part of people's ancestry and their and mm -hmm. how they how they view mm -hmm. themselves mm -hmm. and how they view others. And again, it's important to mention that some people, all they want is the name and the service information. Yeah. They don't want more. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Some people aren't all that loved. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are epilogues like that we've come across like that, too. But it, but that's fine, too. And yeah. if you go to our site and browse, you can see ones like that that are very brief. And you can see the ones that are very, very built out. On our social media sites, epilogue on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, et cetera, we try to pick out one really interesting epilogue per week mm -hmm. and share it with people. So if you're interested in following us on social, you can see the ones that are richly built out with the recipes or or the ones that got 1,200 views <laughs> right away in the first couple days. Right. Big families. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the music is queuing us out here. This was great, ladies. Thank I appreciate you so being much. here. This was so much fun. Oh, it's our pleasure. I want to thank Mary McGreevy, co-founder of Epilogue, and Karen Vento for joining us today to talk about Epilogue and their innovative free service to build a better obituary. All right, if you want more information, go to epilogue, E-P-I-L-O-G-G.com and find out more information. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can reach us anytime by voice or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, choose to live well.